that's awesome. And I'm, I'm kind of glad I'm sick because otherwise we wouldn't have had this conversation. I know. I am too. Isn't that weird? I, I mean, I hope you feel better. Well, I, I, I hope I do too. Thank you. But I'm, I am glad we did this. This is, this is fun. Um, did you get a screen cap of me with the uh, campaign hat on? No. You want me to? Yeah. I'll, I'll give you one. Yeah. Say cheese. Okay. Because I know our listener would, would <laughs> be dying to see that. Welcome to Nerd Burger! Episode 491. It's a podcast. I'm sick and... I'm Matthew. Welcome back, Matthew. Greetings. I'm sorry to see that you're under the weather. Oh, I look bad too, huh? It's well, yeah. It's not nearly <laughs> as much fun to do in um, in person. The interwebs. Yeah. Although uh, you you do look much more high def. Why? Thank you. Than the last time we did this over the internet. Well, yeah. Last time I was using a. a circa 1996 webcam <laughs> well, i think it was it was advertised as a megapixel one a whole megapixel. A megapixel oh yep. my gosh all of it all the megapixel it, it, the entire thing it was the only megapixel that was available at the time it, you yeah, had I mean, all yeah, of it i, I bought it i mm. bought the megapixel <laughs> yeah i'm i'm a little under the weather with cold and or flu like symptoms and in, so an, abu- in, sure. an abundance of caution, uh, Matthew is not in studio as he was supposed to be um, doing a certain show and tell, which will hap- have to happen later. Uh, so that to this time, this week, we've got a different show and tell. We'll get to that later, though. Yeah, I figured when you said we had to do it remote due to uh, illness, I figured the herp would come back. <laughs> well, maybe. that that I was just saying, I mean. That, that <laughs> might be coming down the road in a few days because uh i I have to thank uh whoever ordered me up the uh the one hour at home nurse yesterday uh thank you very much that was wonderful i I have some audio here that i captured from my uh front door ring camera let's take let's take a uh, a listen i heard that you were feeling ill headache fever and a chill I came to help restore your pluck, cause I'm the nurse who likes to. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> I have to have to trim that one out. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you, you might not be far off with the herp there. Well, for, fortunately, the beard can help hide the blisters. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no, 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 honey. That's just an ingrown, uh, ingrown whisker there, like yeah, like, like yeah, Michael Scott whisker, Yeah. <laughs> Although, you know, I, I, if I could, I w- nurse Fran was wonderful. Um, although <laughs> if I could go back and, and, uh, I would reduce the tip a little and, and take one star off because I have, I have yet to, uh, get my pluck back. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have to check your Yelp reviews. <laughs> <laughs> That's her name. Nurse Fran. Yelp. Yelp? Fran. Fran? Yeah, she had a name tag. Never noticed that before. No, I never did. 
funny. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear you're, you're feeling bad. That's I hope okay. you get on the men quickly. I'm, I'm feeling better already. I just sound terrible. In addition to looking terrible, thank you. It's all relative. That's true. I do look better than Eric Stoltz in Mask. Yeah. I was just thinking about you compared to how you look when you're not ill. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I took a shower. That's that's a lot. I put on it's deodorant. Not even, not even Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> you wait until Thursday to take a shower? Okay, yeah, if I need it. <laughs> You know, with inflation, I'm having to cut down in places. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I have I have to take more showers now that I'm I'm forced to go back into the office where I caught this fucking thing. Thank you. You know, I, I wonder how many people may not be telling the complete truth to their workplace. Yeah. When they say that they need to stay at home for two weeks. Yeah. Anyway, is it is it? Time for news. Should we talk about some news? Let's talk about some news. I like what's news. what's new, Mike? I'm so glad you asked. Ooh, I sound so sultry. Sultry. The night was sultry. sultry. I was just thinking <laughs> it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, throw mama from the train. People go go check it out. Billy Crystal, Danny DeVito, and Anne uh Anne Ramsey. Was that the old lady's name? The, Mama the Fratelli? The frying pan to the face was one of the best. <laughs> you lied to me, Bong! Yeah. <laughs> and the scissors to the ear, too. But that was just a dream sequence. Spoilers. Oh, oh boy. Matthew, uh, what do you got on area code 491 for episode 491? Well, actually, German. Uh, the German country code is 49. Because 491 is also one of those general purpose haven't been used yet. Has not been assigned uh, for use by the North American Numbering Plan Administrator. Man, that's got to be a great job. <laughs> hey, I need a number over there. What you got? Oh, 491, 492. Hey, it's a little too high. What about the trees? <laughs> got anything oh, in the trees? <laughs> sure. Hey, 361's not used. Yeah, let's try that out. Let's see. 200 isn't used. 211, 221, 222, 230, 232. The whole bunch of in the in the 200s and 300s. Yeah. But nothing below that. Nothing below 200. Yeah, this is the uh, 49 is the German country code. I don't know how they ended up 49th on the list. I mean, they're usually never late to meetings. <laughs> yes. Very precise. The Germans. Viva on time, then. Why did we get this crappy country code? <laughs> well, you lost two world wars there. Okay? Yeah. Go to the back of the line. Do you have any news? I have, oh, I've got F- I have, I have F1 news. What is F1? Formula One. Okay. Racing news. And, it, and it's pure gossip, too. It has nothing to do with the race. So they're in summer break right now, uh, where they take a few weeks off. and um, Because it's hot? It's too hot to race? Or they just—it's the middle of the season. It's middle of the season. Okay. Except that this is halftime. It is halftime, <laughs> except that they—they've already run thirteen races and there's nine left. So it's okay. European so it's like, halftime. It's like it's the like, buy yeah. in the NFL. It—it can yeah. happen anywhere. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's—it's it's like how they—they um—they figure how long a European football match is. It's like ninety minutes plus uh, whatever the refs want to just tack on for. You know, whatever they think. Yeah. It's like, eh, yeah, you know what? 
I'm done. Yeah, we're done. Let's go home. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the and this is usually when when a lot of the uh, driver changes happen. And this has been crazy, crazy time. Uh, first of all, Sebastian Vettel, who was a four-time world champion, he won four world championships with uh, Red Bull. Uh, he was driving for Aston Martin. How much faster does that make the car go when you dump that in the carburetor? Well, it gives wings, so they fly. Oh, I thought you didn't want that to happen. I think you don't want the car going up in the air. Red Bull gives you wings. Well, if you, yeah, you're trying to get downforce if you want brakes, but if you're able to then, if you can fly, yeah, then you can actually fly around the corners and you don't need the, the grip. That's I true. Mean, you can just fly. I'll have to check that out. I'd love to see that happen. It's really cool. Sebastian really wants cool. his face, his car flying over, the, over the track. Vettel. He's a, and he's also German, speaking of German country codes. <laughs> uh, he surprised everybody and retired. Whoa. Yeah. In the middle of the season. Well, I mean, he'll play the season now. Oh, and, oh he'd know, announced it. And it's like when, you know, when, when important sports heroes retire, they want to have kind of their going away tour where every baseball park or football stadium they visit, there's a big ceremony for them. You know, it's all about them. And uh, <laughs> he, uh, he surprised There's no ego in there at all. No, none at all. Uh, I mean, these are the 20 fastest drivers in the world. I can't imagine them having an ego. But then, even more shocking, the two-time world champion Fernando Alonso, a Spaniard who was driving for Alpine, announced the next day that he was taking Sebastian's seat at Aston Martin switching teams. Oh. Okay. Shake that up. was a shocker. Big yeah. Shakeup. Because Alpine thought they were going to keep him for another year or so because they've got a young driver, Esteban Alcon, who needs a little mentoring. Is that like Alpine, the stereo people? No, it's someone else. It's a European company. I don't really Is it spelled different? No, it's spelled the same. But it's but pronounced Alpine. Alpine. Yeah. Well, they they screw up all sorts of words over there. Yeah, let's make it sound like a penis. Exactly. Alpenis. Yeah. Hmm. That might be more intriguing. I might look that up. Well, people will remember our name more. They certainly will. If it makes them think of dicks. (laughs) (laughs) But his his switch to Aston Martin completely caught Alpenis off guard. (laughs) And from Aston. Martin to <laughs> Alpinus. Wow, he went from <laughs> Alpinus to Aston to Yeah, that's quite a switch. They um they went ahead and announced that they were going to promote their F two driver Oscar Piastri, Piastri, to the seat that Fernando held. But then two hours later, Oscar tweeted, "No, I'm not driving for Alpinus next year." Which he's under contract with. Uh, okay. So now the rumor mill is saying that he's going to go to McLaren, where Daniel Ricciardo, the eight-time uh, race winner, has been struggling the last two years and still has another year left on his contract. So the news is like they're going to fire Ricciardo early, which means they're going to have to pay him some 20-something million dollars buyout clause. Yeah. And then... They're going to pick up the contract of Oscar Piastri. And now Alpine is looking for another spot. And then I just read this morning that it looks like Mick Schumacher, the son of the world famous Michael Schumacher, 
seven time world champion, you know, 97 race wins, second only to Lewis Hamilton race wins, um, is not going to get renewed at Haas. Now there's going to be a seat open up at Haas. And then, of course, Williams, you know, they locked down Alex Alden, but I don't think Nicholas Latifi is going to stick around. So we might have like three or four open seats next year, which is insane. So, yeah. So this is my reality TV show, you know. That's a lot of drama. It it is high drama. And luckily right now, Max Verstappen and Red Bull are kind of, they're in the driver's seat for winning both championships, the Constructors Cup and the Drivers. Um, as long as they don't screw up too badly here with the last nine races. I mean, Max could sit out the next three races completely. And the number two person could win every single one of those races. And Max would still be ahead in points. Okay. I'll take your word for that. He's built up a good lead. I don't know how all that works. Yeah. So that's my news. And I know you're, at the edge of your seat with the drama here and the driver musical chairs. Well, that's, that's pretty crazy for anybody who's a, a, a fan of that. <laughs> like you. You probably just crop this whole segment out. No, no, that's good. No. So, so here, let me, let me go ahead and give you a B Royal uh, reel. No, Mike, I don't have any news. <laughs> <laughs> well, in other news, <laughs> since you don't have any, you heard of this uh, Beyond Meat stuff? You know, I, I read that scientists have found a way to engineer vegetables and other grasses into meat products. Meat-ish, to, yeah. To which I claim that cows have been doing that for millions of years. Exactly. But why, anyway. Why mess with nature? Yeah. This uh, headline here. Beyond Meat sales drop as fast food trials flop. McDonald's <laughs> is McDone with Plant Burger. Maybe because they're McCrap. Yeah. Yeah. As uh, left customers asking, where's the beef? Wah, wah. McDonald's is the latest fast food giant to complete a trial of a Beyond Meat plant based burger, which they were calling the McPlant Burger. <laughs> Uh, J.P. Morgan Chase and company analyst Ken Goldman released a market research note that indicated the product was being broadly discontinued in the U.S. All right. I have a message to all of our vegetarian and vegan listeners. First of all, stop telling me you are. I really don't care what you eat. <laughs> Second of all, if you want to go so far as to eat a really crappy meat byproduct, it's because your body wants meat. Just eat meat. Give it a shot. You might like it. Stop telling me you're vegan. I don't care. Start with uh, start with bacon, because that's really the best meat. Well, bacon really is the best meat. It's meat candy. It is. It's. I mean, God must have been playing a joke on the Jews in the Old Testament (laughs) by not letting them eat pork. I'm just saying. (laughs) Oh, you're not gonna. he's, He's up there with Gabriel. He's like, all right, I'm giving this. This piece of this piece of land, I'm going to take care of them, but they can't eat they can't eat pigs. What? No bacon? Yeah. Oh, that's great, God. Good job. Well, they're not gonna they're not gonna recognize my son <laughs> in, in a couple of thousand years. So this is their punishment. This is and, and that's because I'm God. So of course I know the future. Exactly. Yeah. He, he knows all. But yeah, that's uh, one of the risks, reasons I'm glad I'm a Christian. 
I eat all the bacon I want. <laughs> or not just not a Jew. <laughs> or a Muslim. True. Other trials at Panda Express and uh, Yum Brands, which is KFC, Taco Bell, and Pizza Hut, have also ended without a subsequent product launch. Beyond Meat products at uh, Dunkin', Hardee's, and A&W have been discontinued after launching. Let's see. Beyond Meat cut 40 jobs recently in an effort to save money before it burns through all of its remaining cash. In 2022, its stocks have fallen by almost 50%. And fell by Brilliant. a similar amount last year. Well, yeah. Um, stay stay away from that Beyond Meat with your uh, uh, stomach and your money, sounds like. I love a free market economy. The consumers choose. Speaking of which, Klondike is looking at bringing back the Choco Taco after yes. consumer uproar. Woo-hoo! However, it's, uh, it's <laughs> in the coming years, they say. Turn the plants back on. Why, remember, why is it going to take years? I know. Because they got to find that guy, Ed, who knew how to run the machine. <laughs> they already fired Ed. <laughs> no, he retired. He's been doing this for Oh, is that what happened? Years. Yeah. The guy who was making it retired. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they stopped his job. He's like, what's he going to do now? I mean. They couldn't have Ed teach somebody before he left? No, no, no. That, that requires succession planning. Uh, I, remember, I, I used to have a <clears throat> whitewater season passed when i was in high school whitewater and is a uh a water park water amusement park here in mayrata georgia yeah and uh that was one of the the favorite that i always get a choco taco man i i used to love the choco taco and i hadn't thought about it in years and now i want one again when i can't have one <laughs> oh it's always the case let's see klondike says we know this is disappointing We've heard our fans, and we're hoping to bring this favorite treat back to ice cream trucks in the coming years, they said in a tweet. Yeah. I have some some, some pretty cool space news. What's going on in space? Well, a week or so ago, there were six launches in one day. From the planet Earth? Yeah. That doesn't seem like a lot. Nowadays, well, that seems like that it should be at least a half a dozen launches every day. And that's the second point of the story is that it's not a story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's cool. It is cool. But I mean, it used to be that a rocket launch was, you know, there was one. news yeah. and there was lives. And but is that just deal. commercial, though? Because isn't the military launching crap all the time? No, of course not. China's always launching stuff. People think it's a UFO because the sun, you know, comes over the horizon and lights up the, the, the exhaust trail and people go, Oh, what's that? Freaking rocket. You idiot. I know. Yeah. China launched one. Uh, I think SpaceX had two launches that day, which again, that's a Thursday for them. Right. Uh, but aside from the, the launches, it's just the fact that that's so commonplace now. How cool is that? Like it, my comment, like, what, really? Only six? Right. Yeah, that that is the news. Comment or comment? Want, want, comment. <laughs> I will try to enunciate. <laughs> I will try to put the correct emphasis on my syllables. Well, it's, you know, it, it, it's like when I asked you earlier this week, if you watched the For All Mankind on the Apple TVs. Yeah, um, not yet. It's it, It's brilliant. It's wonderful. 
but it's, it's a it's an alternate reality, right? It is, yeah. but it's a lot closer to where we're almost going to be. Yeah, with all the private space launch. I mean, yeah, Blue Origin had a launch that day. They launched people into space for heaven's sakes. Was their rocket uh, penis shaped? Oh, they, they all are. Okay, they haven't changed that design yet. No, they haven't. Jeff Bezos uh, feeds feeds off of the mockery. Yes. Yeah. Because he looks like a penis himself. He really does. A circumcised one at that with the <clears throat> scar. The Dr. Evil scar. Dude looks exactly like Dr. Evil. He does. I don't know why more people don't point that out. Also, he's evil. Well, Dan Dan has a great Dr. Evil scar. <clears throat> he does? Yeah. Why have I not noticed this? I don't know. Where'd he get it? Well, he was he was born with um it's called Nevis Sebaceous Johadson, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, when he was born, it looked like there was some something on his cheek and they couldn't wipe it off. Uh-huh. And it looked like really, really tiny. It was it was raised skin, about a sixteenth or an eight eighth of an inch. And it had like the texture of like brain. Like little Ew. It looked like little brain tissue. Yeah. He had and extra brains growing on his face. He did. Uh, Imagine how much a, smarter he would be if they just left that there. I know. I not know. that he's, he's not smart, but I'm saying how much more I, smart he would be. He'd always be smarter. Um, turned out it was a benign tumor of the sweat glands. Oh, so it wasn't brains. It wasn't brains. Oh, okay. It just looked like brains. And, uh, and it was terrifying as a parent because the people at the hospital had no idea what it was. <laughs> That's nice. And when the pediatrician and he when, didn't know when what your was. your brand new infant yeah. child has something no one's ever seen before, yeah, we just got him <laughs> and it's already got, uh-huh. got a scratch on it. You know, see when you get a piece of furniture and <laughs> new car survive yeah. the day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we ended up going to like three or four different doctors and just kind of working around the world and finally ended up at the, he, he was the director of cranial facial disorders for Scottish Rite. Okay. And in his side job, he was one of the most sought after plastic surgeons of the Buckhead Wives Club. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and at this point, Adair that's and a I, great we, combo we, for it, you it was a and Dan. Phenomenal combo. Yeah. At this point, Adair and I are really panicking. I mean, we, no one can, and when the doctors say, I don't know what that is, that's uh, concerning. And, um, <laughs> this we thing won't come this, off. I, Wipe won't. harder. I, I try get, get a Brillo pad. Get and, some WD 40. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If it, if it sticks and it's supposed to move WD 40, if it moves and it's supposed to stick, duct tape. <laughs> uh, we uh we walked into his office and he's like oh that's a lovely case of nevis jo- johadson what you know nevis of aces johadson i haven't and seen I that I in a couple of years that. yeah and, and i was like and all of a sudden it was just like oh, oh somebody knows person. what it is and and he's saying it's a nice case I'm like, okay all right this is fine and easy peasy they uh and, and he said yeah i think it's, this is you know it's just a benign tumor of the spike plant it's not a big deal um, you know, when he's uh, six months old, we'll carve it out. We want to wait till he's six months old. She don't like putting, you know, 
if you don't have to put an infant under general anesthesia, right. you don't want to. And, yeah. And then at six months, uh, we, we took him in there and put him under the knife. And that's why you can hardly see the scar because he's one of the top plastic surgeons. Yeah. But it, yeah, it runs from about right over underneath his ear all the way down. Probably about close to the bottom of his mouth. Yeah. Maybe not quite that far, but yeah. Like He's I said, doctor, I never noticed. A good Dr. Evil scar. From a good Dr. Buckhead. Exactly. You know, and when he was a kid, I used to tell, he, he a little self-conscious. I was like, he, you know, he'd go to school. He was starting kindergarten. And he's like, Dad, what do I do if someone says something about it? I was like, well, Dan, it's really easy. You just kind of run your finger down it and say, you should see the other guy. <laughs> Perfect. I went to a rough preschool. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, Dang, you can say whatever you want. Tell people you were a pirate in a previous <laughs> <Yeah>. life. <laughs> Just have fun with it. And, and he was like, okay, I, yeah, I guess I can have fun with it. And then you know, it never was an issue. Yeah. Humor diffuses most situations. Humor diffuses every situation. Or makes it worse, which is funny in and of itself. Yeah. All right. I think that's it for news. Yeah, I guess so. I got nothing else. Yeah. All I had was my F1 drama. And space stuff. That you probably cut out. No, no, I'll leave that in. Okay. Filler. Unless you go way long on this next topic. <laughs> so, Matthew, what did you want to talk about today? Oh, well, you know, we've, we've talked uh, a lot about your man card. And... um being involved in scouting for as many years as I have, it really is kind of the culmination of a lot of the skills necessary to earn a man card. Sure. You know, you know, we weren't working with fire, working with <laughs> knives and <laughs> firearms and survival. And, you know, knots. they did this knots. You got to learn how to, I mean, think of how many mattresses would have remained fixed to the top of minivans <laughs> had the man known how to use a knot. And of course the, the Someone, most somebody thing, lost one right over here on our on, yeah. on the road out here. <laughs> and of course, the most important thing when you're tying anything to your car is when you're done, you have to hit the car twice and say that'll hold. I mean, you're required to do that. What's that from? It's just it, it's just it. Oh, I mean, that's that's part of it. Like okay. Anytime anytime a man uses you know a stud detector to, to put something on a wall, you got to put it on your chest, make it beep, and say yes, it works. <laughs> It's just what you do. Because <laughs> I'm a stud. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, and I know we've talked a little bit about some of my, uh, ooh, some, ooh. Some of my, also very important for manliness, uh, carving up a Pinewood Derby car. Exactly. <laughs> I've done that. Tools, and that's fine. I, I, mean, I just use sandpaper. Watching Dan at age six use a bandsaw was so cool. Yeah. I did use, use a uh, sandpaper on mine. Yeah, because I, I I was not very smart. I let Daniel do things earlier than he probably should have. But Bandsaw. <laughs> yeah. How many but fingers he turned does into he have? a really, really cool dude, so I'm going to say I won. <laughs> does he still have all of his fingers? Yeah, he does, actually. Well, safety first. Yeah. Safety first. And most important and is to wear these safety glasses. Safety glasses. Norm uh, Abram. Always wear eyes. Always wear eyes. That's <sighs> And that's point number six of the next topic we'll get into. Okay. Or point five, eyes and ears. Yeah. Always, always wear eyes and ears. 
So what is that topic? It's the scouting. Uh, the uh, scouting? Oh, oh, you're t- the the next next topic. The next yeah, next topic. Okay, yeah. Okay. The, right. This is a teaser for the next one. But, you know, I've mentioned, you know, some of the, the scouting things that I've done. And I thought, you know, maybe answer some questions or describe a little more of the uh, of the program and how it works and some misnomers. Yeah. Because um, I, I know virtually nothing because, as I've stated on the show before, I didn't go to scouts. I went to Lutheran Pioneers, <laughs> which was not scouts. What, one of the I, things that I did the really, Pinewood Derby car, I learned, I learned knots is, at some point yeah, and forgot okay. and forgot all of my knots, except well, for, I, I know I the difference it. between uh, a, a granny knot and the one that's like a granny knot. If you, if you do double it correctly, knot. the double knot. See, yeah. I don't even know the name anymore. As and I know how to tie my it, shoes. And at one point I could make a noose. A no- well, but I don't work in a garage in NASCAR, so I have no use for that. You don't have a need for it. No. Uh, you need, yeah, every every man should know how to do a, a double knot, a square knot. They should know how to do a uh, hot line hitch and and a regular hitch. Those are, the, those are the three knots that every man should know how to do. Okay, that was, four. Next time. that was well, four. Well, no, knots. the square knot and the double knot are really the same. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, and of course, then a bowling, that's the rescue knot. So four knots. If you can do four knots, you should, you should, you can do pretty much anything you need. Four knots for survival. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah you got to know how to do a taut line. That's the one where you you tie it around something and then can make it tight by stretching it out. Okay. And that, that's, a, I mean, that's how you hold things. That's how you hold a mattress to the roof of the car, which explains why we see so many mattresses <laughs> on the side of the road, because they don't know how to do it. <laughs> but one of the one of the... And I hate it when corporations do this, but uh, but Boy Scouts of America made the critical mistake of naming the overall company the same as their first product, like Coca-Cola. Yeah. It's the Coca-Cola company. But how many products does Coca-Cola have? Hundreds. One of which is called? Coca-Cola. Exactly. That's yeah. not confusing. And Boy Scouts of America is the overall company name. But until recently, a Boy Scout was one of the the product line, the Boy Scout troop. Uh-huh. And because of that, all of the other programs in, in within the BSA organization were not really marketed or understood as being part of another product of BSA. And why is that? Well, I mean, you have to have very, very, very specific marketing and branding to be able to sell the other products that are not named after your corporation. Okay. So it's just a, a... it's just marketing. It's just challenging. Always have a company name that is different from your product. name. Yeah. And then it got really confusing when they introduced girl troops and had to rename a Boy Scout troop. Because having uh, this is separate from the Girl Scouts? Comple- well, that's another thing. It's completely separate. There is zero connection between Boy Scouts of America and Girl Scouts of America. But Boy Scouts of America has Girl Scout troops. Yes. And does Girl Scouts of America have Boy Scout troops? As long as they identify as a girl. <laughs> 
I, I mean, I'm serious. That's that's their policy. So they do. Yeah, but they won't let a boy come in as a boy. But Boy Scouts will let a girl come in as a girl. Correct. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. Life's not fair. <laughs> now, here the, the the really interesting thing about girls, youth, females in Boy Scouts of America. BSA has had female youths longer than you and I have been alive. Oh yeah, yeah. They first introduced girls to one of the scouting programs in the late sixties. Huh. Yeah, what explorers. was that program? Oh, Explorers. Explorers. Yeah. And Explorers. So this is gets back to the branding marketing problem. Nobody knows that Explorers is part of Boy Bingo. Scouts of America. Bingo. And when they made the announcement to create girl troops that were equivalent to what we all know of as a Boy Scout group, that's why it's all up in arms. Well, it's called Boy Scouts of America. Why are we letting girls in? Well, it's because we've been letting girls in for over 50, you know, 50 years. Yeah. I mean, girls have been part of this program for a very long time. Oh, they have, and it's called Boy Scouts of America. <laughs> and it's just ignorance. Uh, but yeah, within this within the scouting world, you have uh, Scouts BSA, which is what we consider, you know, the traditional Boy Scout troop. Okay. You know, the khaki uniform, Eagle Scout, all that kind of stuff. And you also have what everyone else was Cub Scouts. You know, yeah. Cub Scouts is elementary school kids. And when they created the female troop, they also allowed, uh, they opened up membership to girls for Cub Scouts, which was, was, a, a, it was a non-issue because Cub Scouting has always been a more family-oriented program anyway. Yeah. And back when I was Cub Master of our pack, I mean, we had just as many sisters attending pack meetings and campouts as, you know, because it was family-oriented. Right. And yeah. at that age, it doesn't really matter. It really doesn't matter. They're just playing in the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as a, as a Cub Scout leader, half of what I told the, the kids was stop putting that in the fire. And the other half was leave that in the fire. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much all I did. It's, it's when they start with the, with the, the, the kinky knots. That's yeah. when you have a problem. That's when you have yeah. a problem. And that starts in middle school. <laughs> And, and do not do not tie other uh, scouts to the headboard. Yeah, don't practice that on no. another scout. Uh, but yeah, so after Cub Scouts, then they they can progress into the troop. Do that which, on your own time with handcuffs, like normal people. Fuzzy pink handcuffs, right? No, it's, it's just no. Oh wait, no, that was a the, Sam episode. I'm sorry. Yes. That's a, <laughs> Well, he is British. That's pretty much normal for him. <laughs> Getting it back on track. Okay. Sorry. Uh, once you cross over out of Cub Scouts, then you go to the troop. And um, and that's where we have separate boy and girl troops. Which I, I think at that point in time in your life, I think it's important. Because everything is uncomfortable and everything is going the wrong way. And you, 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 you your body has grown faster than your ability to control it. And it you know puberty sucks, and yeah. uh, and and I think that's why it's important that that age group have kind of the gender specific opportunities yeah. to their sa- safe spaces. Yeah, just figure it out, man. And then once they hit fourteen, they can join the venturing crew, 
and um, that's co-ed, and that's uh, 14 to 21. And again, at that age, now it's good to have co-ed groups because you need to learn how to work with you know other people. Yeah, and well, it goes all the way up to 21, huh? Yeah, which is very confusing because in a troop, you're considered an adult at 18. Yeah, which means that I had youth that were adults in a troop but youth in the crew <laughs> yeah that's just for three years yeah, yeah. It, it was it was it was kind of crazy uh but that's how the that's how the, the, the and then there's also they still have explorers uh, but that's more career oriented typically first responder type careers you'll get police stations or fire departments that will sponsor an explorer post and then there's also the second oldest unit type is a sea scout and uh, we have two ships here in the Atlanta Area Council, and they, that's exactly what they do. It's all nautical based, and it's a fantastic program. But where, where is that? Lake Lanier, yeah. Alatoona. We got one at Lanier and one at Alatoona. Oh, okay. And yeah, it's and they get to do cool stuff. You know, they go down to the Keys and do regattas and all, and all sorts of fun stuff like that. Wow. Uh, but uh, but again, you know, because because they made the critical mistake of naming the company after their flagship product. Nobody knows about the other products. Yeah. Like explorers and venturing and venturers. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we're learning about it now. You're well, nerd burger. That's, that's us. why we're here. Yeah. You know? you know, and you, you had asked me about, you know, some of the uniforms and, uh, so I have two of my uniforms here. Well, everybody uh, knows and, about the, the, the merit, Badges are they pe- badges or patches? Badges. Okay, but uh, but uh, functionally they're patches, right? They're <laughs> yeah. just they're, yeah they're patches. Um, and this is my uh, Scouts BSA troop shirt. This is the traditional khaki that you have. Uh huh. And then this is my. You got venturing. at least a couple of dozen badges on that one. Yeah, it's pretty much know, the same thing on this one, but this one is blue, green. It's a hundred oh. green. Yeah. Okay, I take I take it back about your 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 webcam <laughs> earlier. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe you lost more than your taste. You're colorblind now. <laughs> that looks uh, blue from here. It's it's kind of it's leaning teal, but it it looks blue. But okay, I'll take I'll take your word for it that it's green. And I then this, I, let, me, let me just turn off this light. What is that? Uh, no, that didn't help. Um, what is the the khaki tie type thing? What's that called? That's my neckerchief. Neckerchief. Yeah, neckerchief. And um, you can get different neckerchiefs for different activities. This one is for a, an adult training course called Wood Badge. And Wood Badge is a leadership training course. Um, it's a fantastic training course. And after you complete the course, uh, you get to wear the uh, the neckerchief and um, it also has some little beads on here that you get to wear. And uh, where the course the course was uh, first taught by the founder of scouting, Dave Powell, in um, in England. And what happened was there was a wealthy Scotsman who had some property outside of London and donated it to scouting, and he turned it into uh, a place called Gilwell. And um, he held the first wood badge training course in Gilwell. And as a tradition, 
every time you hold a wood badge course, wherever it is in the world, you always hold it at Gilwell, right? Wherever you are, you call it Where, Gilwell. Yeah. And uh, there's a, a silly song they sing, and it's always talking about getting back to Gilwell, back to Gilwell. And there's a long story behind it, and I'll save you that. But this here, this, this is called a woggle. And it's not the traditional wood badge woggle. Is that leather? Um, yeah, wood? this is a leather one. That's the and thing. It, that's the thing that holds the. Uh, uh, that's like the knot in the in the tie. If yeah, if your if your neckerchief was a yes, tie, correct. Yeah, but Gilwell Park <laughs> exactly. And I got this. How many Gilwell? How many Gilwell parks are there? Well, that's the well, actual Gilwell. There's one. Yes. Oh, you went over there. So yeah, I was it. in London and had a had some time one afternoon and and uh, went up to Gilwell and went to the Gilwell. And uh, after you helped Sam lose his luggage, no, I lost my luggage. And oh, it was yours. Find it. Oh, your bag. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And uh, so yeah, it's funny. I get people coming up and they're like, "That's not the usual wood badge knot." You know, woggle. I'm like, I know. I got this at Gilwell, and that's just kind of fun. Yeah, it's like a scouting one upspin. You know, it's... <laughs> I have the best one. Where did you get uh, yours? <laughs> oh, at the scout shop. Yeah. Yeah. I got mine at Gilwell. But you see, you know, lots of, uh, you know, typical cool things like every scout in the world has that purple patch. What's uh, that? Oh, crap. I just forgot. Um, <laughs> it's not a purple like heart. World, is it? It's like the world scout community patch or something like that. Okay. Um, like if you look at, um, uh, like Bear Grylls has that on all of his stuff because okay. he was a scout. Um, he was the chief scout in Britain for a while. Is that like um, an Eagle Scout? No, it's just that you're, well, he was in charge of the whole program. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So you'll have that on every patch. And then, you know, on your left sleeve, you also, you always have what's your council service patch, uh-huh. which says what council you're in and then your unit number patch. And, you know, the council patches, there's, there's, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them of just Atlanta because they make custom council patches for different fundraisers or stuff like that. This one was for the national jamboree in 2017. And then as an adult, you always have a position patch on your sleeve. You are an advisor. Yes, I was. Um, And sometimes you end up with so many positions that you Velcro, you put Velcro on your sleeve so that you can just swap your position yeah patch. like today i'm troop committee tomorrow i'm roundtable commissioner yeah you know all sorts of stuff that way you don't have to have 38 shirts yes because they get expensive i mean they get really expensive and those are pretty much the required patches every of course every shirt has an american flag on it that's uh and then wait are that's incorrect the stars should be facing yeah, I forward know. i know i know that bugs me too you're on the it's on the your right sleeve and in the star it, it's a regular american flag it should be reversed yeah. it should be reversed because the what stars the hell? are always facing forward yeah i know that bugs me too they don't make one um, that's reverse no they don't but the nice Boy thing scouts is that, of america get your act together here yeah, i know um, the nice thing is if you ever need to do like a flag ceremony, you always have a flag with you. Yeah. And then, you know, what's the that, different, the what's different the, stuff. the the black bar 
on 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 either sleeve there at the shoulder. Oh, those are on the epaulet. Huh? Yeah, those are epaulets, and there's different colors for different. Like the uh, the green here is for a Scouts PSA troop. Oh, that's a green. Yeah, it looks black. I know it's my. I, th- I think you're colorblind. <laughs> um, the silver ones here are for uh, council level positions um, because you have a uh, within the organization you have your your unit, you have a district, and then a council, and that way it's just kind of a it keeps it organized. And then you get, you know, like, uh, and then these all over here are different awards that I've earned as an adult. That's your, what do they call that in the army? Your, your something fruit salad, salad. Fruit salad. Yeah. Yeah. Left breast. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, this was for being a tiger den leader. This was for starting a new unit. That was for being a pack trainer. That's my religious knot. That's the district award of merit. They're all knots. Uh, they are knots. Yeah. Um, that's the unit uh, leader, uh, le- leader, the unit merit. Is it, are they the same award? knot? No, they're all different. They look like they're the same knot, just different colors. Oh, oh wait, no, yeah, the well, one that looks like a pretzel is different. Yeah, the, the District Award of Merit, also known as the Dam Award, um, is a pretzel. The rest of them are all square knots. That's a square knot. Okay. Yeah. You have a nice even 12. Yep. <laughs> Actually, I think I have more, but they didn't fit. Yeah, you're full up. Um, did I on the green uh, shirt? Did did I see something that looked like a uh, POW MIA? Uh, maybe. Oh yeah, see that's a this. I don't have this knot on the other shirt. Um, that's for the uh, uh, venturing the council venturing leadership award. Oh, this is the Kai Mai thing. I thought that. Which one? Oh, this? Yeah, down there. Katmai. That was Katmai. Uh, uh, that was our camp for the National Jamboree. That's okay. We, I just saw the yeah. top of it, and it looks like, with the black ah, and, and, yeah, it and white, it looks like POWMI. Um, and it's cool. It's fun. You know, the there, there's arguments. Well, anytime you get more than one person together, you're going to have arguments. There's arguments in the scouting com- community about these adult leader knots, you know, should you do that or should you not? Um, <laughs> you know, pe- so the people who are against it say, uh, you're in this for you. You're trying to, you know, just, it's all about you. And then those of us who think they're a good thing, uh, see it as, uh, two things. One, l- Oh, advancement and awards are one of the methods of scouting. That's how we encourage the youth to, to do things, you know, by achieving something. And if we are good examples, then we will also be doing things to earn and achieve something. And that recognition is, yeah, I'm, I'm continuing to progress myself. Okay. The other thing I, I like to think about is, you know, imagine you're a parent and a parent to who a, it's a parent to everybody. <laughs> this is me. I'm an adult and this is my kid. I'm a parent. Isn't that a parent? You show up to a scout meeting for the first time and you see the leader up in front talking and they have 
completely clean uniform, nothing on it. Yeah. Versus when you walk up and see somebody festooned like this, who who are you going to have more confidence in? Uh, the person who's all festooned. Yeah. Yeah. They obviously are. They've bought they, into the program. They've been around a while. Yeah. They've been around a while. They know what to do, and and it's like okay, they 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 get it. They know how to tie that uh that uh, uh knot between the trees. The mattress yes. knot, yeah. The taut line. Taut line. Yeah, because it because it makes the line taut. taut. Of course, there's also the sheet bend. That's where you bend the sheet. Okay. It's a joining knot for lines of dissimilar size, or for a you know grabbing a tarp or a piece of fabric. Okay. Yeah. I think I know what our, one of our next topics is going to be. Knots? Yes. Why not? It is, not, it is <laughs> not. There we go. Episode title. There are so many puns that we'll be able to. I mean, we'll be tongue-tied. <laughs> but, you know, the, the, the program is fantastic. I, I, and, and what I love about it is that it, if done properly, it eliminates every societal boundary and equalizes everybody to just being a scout. Yeah. Boy or girl. Well, girls are scouts. That's what I just said. Yeah. Boy or boy and girl. Oh, oh, yeah. Boy and girl. So, yeah, we're just scouts. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And the the principles on scouting are universal to hopefully everyone. You know, the mission of scouting is to teach our young men and women to make moral and ethical decisions based on the scout oath and the scout law. And the scout law are those 12 things. The scout is trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. That was 12. Now, argue any one of those is bad. (laughs) Clean's good. Clean's good. I can't argue against that. Clean, clean of body, clean of mind, clean of heart, clean of soul. I was thinking not, you know, filthy. Yeah. Well, scouts get pretty dirty. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, you can't help that when you're outside. Which is good. Yeah. I remember seeing a, a, it was a nine day trip to Alaska. And on the schedule, it was like day seven. This is shower day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, I mean. Who can argue that trustworthy is a bad moral? Yeah. I mean, it eliminates all of that stuff. And it just focuses on teaching people to be leaders, to be self-reliant, to be honorable, to be part of their community. And, and the program works. I mean, there's a reason why in, in pop culture, if somebody says, oh, yeah, they're a real Boy Scout, it means someone of unflappable character that will always do the right thing. Yeah. And oftentimes they mean it as an insult. Oh, that Boy Scout over there won't go along with us. Yeah, because it's wrong. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, that's Hollywood. And and they're, they're not going to change their their moral code based on what you want them to do. They're going to remain steadfast in their belief and philosophy. We need more Boy Scouts. Or in the in the uh, from the perspective of the, the the people in the movie or whatever, the boys Boy Scout needs to be taught to be bad. 
for the right. purposes of whatever's happening in the plot. Or or not. <laughs> how about them being taught how about the other ones be taught more like the Boy Scout? How yeah. about be good? Yeah. That's what you know? one one out of every thousand movies does that. You know, the uh and the, the Boy Scout motto is do a good turn daily. A good meaning, turn meaning do one good thing. Yes. Which which I think is it, it sounds easy to do, but it's great because it's an omnipresent moral code. Yeah. Every day I have to go out of my way to do something good for someone else. Again, where's the bad in that? Yeah. How much better would our world be if more people thought like that? Do a good turn daily. Yeah. And of course the other slogan is and you know you've probably heard this before was be prepared oh yeah be prepared i think that's the one most people have heard and what's wrong with that how many of us want our children to be ill-prepared right now don't don't take it to an extreme and have a a bomb shelter built in your backyard and fill it with a bunch of food you're never going to eat it's well, it doesn't say you know be a prepper <laughs> yeah it's just says be prepared well, that's why i said don't take it to the extreme yeah. you yeah. know i mean hey you know what i am i think having a a, a deep pantry that's fine of, of, yeah. of stuff that you regularly go through and just keep a stock because you know the one thing that the the covids the fauci covids taught me is that when when it hits the fan we run out of toilet paper yeah so always have extra Toilet paper, canned food, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. I, that's what I've learned from this. I keep like at least three of everything I use regularly. Right. And, you know, and, when and I go shopping, it's because I've used up one of the three things and I need to go get the third thing again so I can use number two, which is now up, bumped up to number one. Exactly. Yeah. Be prepared. Um, hey, I'm, a, I'm acting like a Boy Scout see, over here. Awesome. Now I have saved the uh, the best part of my uniform for last. Okay. And uh, is it the underwear? No, it's no, not no, like a Mormon no. thing, is it? No, no. no. <laughs> oh, it's not a Mormon thing. Oh, he's got to take his headphone off, and he is rolled off screen. I can't see what Matthew is doing right now. He's looking for something. He's. I see his elbow. Oh, is he putting it on? I see his elbow still. And now he's, oh, it's a hat. That's a proper smoky uh, bear looking uh, type of ranger hat there. I said that's a proper, uh, you know, ranger looking hat. You yeah. Got. Yeah. I had to take my headset off and put it on. But this is the uh, the official BSA campaign hat. You know, that looks like Smokey the Bear. Yeah. Uh, and, is uh, that a the Fleur de Lee yeah. there? How about that? Fancy? Is it gold or silver? I can't tell with your camera. Gold. What color is the hat? Is it brown? Brown. Yeah. With a, with a black thing around it. It's a brown Dark, leather. Darker brown. Okay. Yeah, dark brown leather band. Yeah, that I'll forgive your camera for. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> or my um, color blindness. It's a it's a it's a true Stetson, and um, I generally only wear it for more formal events. Well, yeah. I know here's a one scout leader. He's just this uh, an awesome, awesome, awesome guy. He wears it for everything, and he kills it. He nails it. It just it it, it fits. You know, he looks like he stepped out of a Norman Rockwell painting. Yeah. Um. Just, I mean, he's the kind of guy that when you just see him in civvies, you're like, 
that's a scoutmaster. <laughs> he just just is. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, have, having been a scout leader, it was just a true joy and blessing. Aside from the amazing fun that I had with both of my kids, I mean, you've heard stories oh, revealed yeah. over the years. Yeah how much fun I had with them and Adair and just the adventures our family went on uh, to the, the leadership qualities I've seen in, in both Anna and Dan as a result of being in the program. They're, they're both just light years ahead of their peers and I'm incredibly proud of them. And then, you know, as part of the whole give back to your community, one of my favorite aspects of being a scout leader is the anonymous legacy yeah knowing i've done something that has had a really positive effect on someone else's life but they have no clue that it was me you 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 do you serve not for the glory of serving yeah there's not a lot of award ceremonies no where where you you get your ego stroked exactly you just get Uh, to see the results you and, and it, it struck me a few months ago, I was at a meeting and um, I don't know, about eight or nine years ago, I started a program within the Atlanta Area Council uh, for a new award. And I wrote the requirements. I designed the patches, uh, which, let's see, well, you probably can't tell the colors, but those, those are the two patches right there. That one and that one. Okay. And of course, one is... Uh, gold on a white background and the other is white on a gold background i could tell that yeah yeah designed the patches designed the program even administered the program for several years made the certificates took care of the whole thing and then i finally was able to pass it off to someone else and it was at a meeting and the guy sat down next to me never never seen him never met him young guy and you could tell he hadn't been in scouting a real long time but he had both of those patches on his uniform yeah and i was like you know he has no idea. He just sat down next to the guy that invented that program. Yeah. And I like that. Did you tell him anyway? No, I didn't. Wow. <laughs> that, that wasn't the point of it. Right. You know, it, it wasn't to, to stroke my ego. It was to create a legacy of something that was good, that did good in other people's lives. And well, I, well, that just speaks to how seriously you take this because, you know, as much as you would joke about something like that, in any other aspect of life. Yeah. You, you take right. this one seriously. I do. Uh, it, it's, uh, it, it's important to me and you're right. I, I don't joke about this much. Now I don't take scouting too seriously. I have a lot of fun with it, well, but yeah. you're right. Where no, when it counts. It, 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 it does count. And it's, it's fun knowing that you've, you've left the legacy of, of goodness. Uh, cause we all want to. Right. So that's, that's a little more on scouting. Well, that's awesome. And I'm, I'm kind of glad I'm sick because otherwise we wouldn't have had this conversation. I know. I am too. Isn't that weird? I, I mean, I hope you feel better. Well, I, I, I hope I do too. Thank you. But I'm, I am glad we did this. This is, this is fun. Um, did you get a screen cap of me with the uh, campaign hat on? No. You want me to? Yeah. I'll, I'll give you one. Yeah. Say cheese. Okay. Because I know our listener would, would be <laughs> dying to see that after talking about it. Oh, you're welcome, listener. 
All right. Does that about do it? Yeah, I think so. I think I've kind of uh, shared what I know. So, yeah, next, next, well, all right. The next, actually, the next two podcasts are, it's going to be a two parter. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. The first part is going to be the classroom training. Okay. And then the second part will be the practical application. Oh, field trip. Field trip. <laughs> and then after that, we'll do knots. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So classroom, field, and then knots. Yeah. All right. And uh, listeners will, will have to guess what classroom and field are all about. You're almost almost ready for a full man card. I know. It's kind of exciting. Oh. Uh, we have to add cigars to the list. I've already done cigars. You I have? Thanks to uh, Lieutenant Colonel James. Oh, James. I still right. get that freaking Cigars International catalog. They found me. They somehow, <laughs> after all these years, they found me at this address. I, right. well, I didn't good. get that well, catalog for like 12 years, and now all of a sudden they're showing up again. I don't know how that happened. Freaking Google. And they add tracking IPBS. I have, to, I have to talk to you about that, too. I've had having some issues with Windows 10 tracking um, my tracking my searches from my Mac. Huh. Yeah. That's intriguing. It's got to be Google. If only there was a a private app that allowed you to yeah. share and anyway. Yeah. Well, I need uh, I need some advice on an, uh, a legitimate VPN that I can pay for that's le- legit and good okay. and works. Yep, I can do that. Um so when you get better um we need to go get a hero. You mean a, a, a euro? Yeah, a yeah. euro. I need a euro. <laughs> I need a euro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, whenever you want. Okay. Well, Love get that better place. first. Okay. All right. Well, Matthew, thank you again. Hey, it's my pleasure. It's always fun to be here. I love the nerd version. And we'll uh, see you in. Uh, a few weeks yeah yeah all that fun stuff fun. about a month or so we'll, we'll do we'll do some classroom portion and then we'll do some uh a field trip okay and i i i promise you it's gonna be a blast <laughs> i promise you i'm gonna hold you to that i the blast part <laughs> i don't promise things i don't deliver on all right but well i, I well, actually i do have one more question mike oh sure where can they find us oh I'm so glad you asked. They can find us at nerdburgershow.com. Email us, nerdburgershow at protonmail.com. Join us next time on Nerdburger when Lieutenant Colonel James is here to talk about the real army. Not that the scouts isn't real, but it's... I, I assume people don't get killed a lot in scouts, right? Gener- generally not. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, James probably won't talk about the army. He'll just talk about, you know, food and uh, other food. And, or uh, history. And cigars and beer. Oh, and history. That was the and thing history. I was to think of. Mostly history, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. So I'll look forward to that. Me too. Sound me too pound me too like yeah you know the like hashtag oh i get it pound me too because it's the pound symbol yeah that's right probably ought to pop that out too yeah maybe (laughs)
<laughs> It'll go in Frankenberger volume 2000. Yeah, it will. Okay. Ooh. All right, man. Hey, get better, my friend. I'll try. Stay away from Allison. Yep. <laughs> go binge watch for all mankind. I th- we, I think we got rid of the Apple the Apple TV. No, last time I was there, you had just bought a new iPad or Mac to get a year of Apple. No, it was only three months, and I couldn't figure out how to activate it. Oh, well, that sucks. And I bought a new Apple TV too. Well, you would you think got an Apple TV with Apple TV. I need to like call them. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Hey, see what Steve, Steve's up to. I never got. <laughs> Can I speak to Zombie Steve Jobs, please? <laughs> He's still running the place. <laughs> Oh, all, all right, right, dude. I'll see you later, man. Okay. Bye. Bye.